that 21st century Doing something mean to it Do it better than anybody you ever seen Do it, screams from the haters Got a nice ring to it I guess every superhero need his theme music No one man should have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. And this week also by the Duke of Ice. Where the folks you can find out of the madness. Reason and reasonable makes sense out of nonsense. Because this is okay. Hear me out. How y'all doing this evening? Fantastic. That song goes out to all the brothers out there fighting the good fight. I love doing the show. Hell yeah, way lives matter. <laughs> i love doing the show because i always forget that when josh says okay it just completely does not come through on our end we just hear okay and then nothing (laughs) (laughs) too much it's too much josh yeah you're too extra all right you're welcome if you want to call in and tell josh how loud he is in the intro read-in. Go ahead and call us at 1-833-666-911. Again, that's 1-833-666-0911. Josh, welcome Man. back, by the way. Did you uh, did did you like my stand-in uh, intro as an homage <laughs> to you? You actually did a phenomenal job with that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely I actually, impressed. <laughs> I actually, when I listened to that, I had no idea who was saying that. I was like confused and I actually am just now learning that it was Aaron who did it because I was like, who is doing this impression? I have no idea who this person is. Duke, wait, Duke, <coughs> did you know that Aaron? No. Oh, I forget the line. Like this, oh, this exactly. You know what? Wait, you know what? Yeah. You know what? This is a great time to bring up. As soon as I hear <clears throat> from Josh, my... My my butthole clenches because I'm about to hear something horrible because he always warms up his worst. Yeah, sentences it is horrible that Aaron owns slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gonna do his. Do you know, do you know that Aaron owned slaves line? I wish, but I forgot that I read. Just, I forgot that I just changed the line one. from that to something slightly different. Bring back slaves. <laughs> uh, a lot of sense. Well, you know, so. I, Duke of Ice, you have an update from your uh, from your. I have to. I have to say, us? speaking of slaves and treating people horribly, oh. I we have to. You guys remember when we had a jolly old laugh at women's expense with tampons in Antarctica? Yes. Yes, that I, was I a great, that. Right. Yes. great right, story. Well, enough laughing. This is serious. We have to talk about this big problem in Antarctica. So I got two stories for you. I promise the second one will be more uplifting. But we have to address the elephant in the room. Women in Antarctica face assault and harassment, a legacy of exclusion and mistreatment. So, you know, let's let's just talk about this male-dominated area that is Antarctica, because it's there's a lot of problems going on down here. Hashtag me too reached Antarctica. Is, Wait, is they're... the thing a metaphor for a, a nerdy guy's dick? They are, <laughs> they are being simultaneously ex- being excluded from and also being abused in Antarctica. Well, oh, it's really it's bad. important to give you, <laughs> it's important to give you some history. So let's go back to the beginning. 
The first Antarctic women still trying to be actresses oh, yeah. too. The first Antarctic expedition to include women was the Ron Antarctic Research Expedition, and it was from 1947 to 1948. It was a U.S.-based expedition with funding from the government and private sources, led by U.S. Navy Captain Finn Ron. His wife, Edith Jackie Ron, accompanied uh, the husband, as did Jenny Darlington, the wife of one of the pilots, Harry Darlington. So women are going on this first expedition. What do you guys think? Are you excited? Yes. You should be excited because here's what the here's what the women thought of it. Jackie Ron would return from Antarctica several times, but at the first expedition's conclusion, Jenny asserted that women do not belong in Antarctica because of the harsh conditions. She wrote that men should not be put in the position of endangering their own safety for another lesser physical human person. Oh well, actually, wow! Just, did they have women scientists back then? Because she sounds no, like, it was wives. pretty smart. They had women wives. Yeah, the show yeah. that went with <laughs> they were wives. They weren't scientists, but yeah, well, yes, but you know, wives can do science too, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they thought it wasn't a suitable place for women. They they went to Antarctica as the first women, and they. You know, they saw that Antarctica symbolized a haven, a place of high ideals and inner peace that men can only find in this all-male atmosphere. Wow. Sounds women listened, heeded their words, and never returned to Antarctica? Eh, Well, (laughs) you know. They make it sound almost like therapeutic for guys to go there, (laughs) like find themselves. That's that's not even Antarctica. That's everywhere where women are. Guys can find (laughs) inner peace and... Yeah, they just found the one location that women would actually admit was hostile to them. Dude, well, she she continued to write about this. She said her job was to be as inconspicuous within the group as possible. She felt that all feminine instincts should be sublimated. She was determined to not act like a woman in a man's world. Base. Well, yeah, you have to because there's no comforts in 1948 Antarctica. There's not even, like... There's not a whole lot of comforts in 1948. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, there are in general. Like, did they have like AC back then? On a navy ship, though. Like, and we had gas-proof wooden doors. I'm sure we made some comfortable seating. Okay, that makes sense. Well, so that was obviously there's a tenuous relationship with the women that are in Antarctica, and so later on, a U.S. Navy admiral, uh, the supervisor of U.S. programs in Antarctica, George Dufuck, he declared in 1957... What's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, 1957. Very funny year. Yeah. So he declared that in 1957, women will not be allowed in the Antarctic unit until we can provide one woman for every man. <laughs> <laughs> This is where I'm telling you the name game is real, dude. I don't think half these stories ever happened. Do fuck decided that there had to be one woman for every man if they went to Antarctica. So he, that he couldn't have he come out with the, fuck. the opposite. Oh. People with these types of names never come out with like the correct opinion either. Uh, <laughs> so you haven't even let me get into the second person. 
Vivian Fux, the director of the British Antarctic Survey from 1958 to 1973, also took a similar position in the 1950s, and they declared as late as 1982, should it happen one day that women are included as part of the base complement, problems will certainly arise and lead to the breakdown of that sense of unity which is so important to the group. So Mr. Dufuck and Fux, they had this kind of similar opinion. I, th- I think it was the British Antarctic Survey, too, that uh, discovered the hole in the ozone layer. So they couldn't have done that if women were around, just by the way. Spraying all their goddamn hairsprays out in Antarctica where it really affected the ozone, I assume. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. Can you imagine how direct the global warming impact would be if hairspray was sprayed directly in Antarctica? I mean, the fucking American hairspray was already fucking it all up, so can't even imagine how bad it would be if you sprayed it while in antarctica it'd probably melt the ice caps immediately yeah all those women trying to look like david bowie and mcjagger aaron you don't think these fuckers are real (laughs) yeah what vivian fox no i don't think that uh vivian fox is a real person well you know vivian fox says there should be one girl to every guy so everyone can bang or else everybody will fall apart it's like what that's not a real article they it was not an interview where it's antarctica scientists are like Hey, my my name's Dufuck, and uh, one woman to every man. Hell yeah. Like, that's fucking retarded. That's not a science article. Well, I don't feel like you're respecting women's long and troubled history with being in Antarctica. <laughs> Just let that linger. <laughs> what, yeah, do what, what, your, your, what do you have to say for yeah. yourself, Aaron? <laughs> How dare you not win. be... What? No, I I bet that like I I as soon as he said that like they're excluded and taken advantage of, I was just imagining like <laughs> one Asian chick gets to be allowed to go there and then just gets harassed by these fucking like military guys. It's just like twenty military guys trying to bang her all the time. Makes it's sense. funny you say that because the first women that were formally allowed to participate in the United States field work were those in the expedition led by geochemist Lois Jones. Um, They later appeared to regret it because they wrote saying the floodgates opened and every feminist worldwide screamed sexism, racism, etc. So it sounded like they didn't get along immediately. Wait, what? I don't understand (laughs) what what you mean. Who was screaming sexism, racism? A feminist, like... Apparently, like they be- were erupting in protest because there was all sorts of like it, they weren't doing enough to allow women to be a part of the area. Uh, oh, so the okay. fact that they included them all at all was a problem because it, it wasn't, wasn't good enough. enough. Okay, There's like I, I, 50 I get it people I get it over there allegedly. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Well, it, it's even more asinine, too, because they don't they don't get like a list of women that wanted to go to this harsh, very extremely harsh environment to try to like try and survive with like a team of people. They don't, they didn't bring up like this list. They're like, here, here are all these women that wanted to go. Why didn't you take them? They're, they're just like, we need more women there. I disagree. Like I know a bunch, a lot of people want to go to fucking Antarctica and a lot. You know, I have like but, government but, clearance and all this back shit. Back in like the fifties and shit. Like I doubt there was like, a dozen when they women. immediately decided no one could go, like three years after they first fucking set foot on it, yeah, I think then you needed the government clearance too. Yeah, they immediately signed that contract, that that uh, treaty. They're like, oh, uh, no one can go here. What did you find? You Nothing. It's just ice. 
<laughs> do we know if Antarctic expeditions have historically had a similar thing to, say, astronaut expeditions where you have to go to, like, astronaut school and be specifically chosen and have, like, a, an extensive physics, graduate physics background and whatnot? Well, it was all military operations for the first ones anyways. So that's why it was, like, two guys' wives. It wasn't there – weren't, there weren't chicks in the Army in the late 40s, early 50s. And plus, like, they're only, well, yeah, there's, like, a lot less women in, like, the, the sciences back then to take, to, like, of, of a pool of women to take. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they weren't there in was, STEM back then. Yeah, I was like, there's probably a dozen in the whole fucking country that would have been, like, oh, that would have been cool to go to. But I don't think well, they were, like, the- dying to go, being like, oh, my God, this is, I can't believe the sexism is keeping me from my studies in Antarctica. Like, I well, doubt that was... by the time that there were those, like, chicks, like, the, in the 80s, 70s, 80s or whatever that were in those fields... Yeah, they're not allowed to get no one's allowed to go except an approved list of fucking military personnel. Correct. So like this whole and then the whole thing where they're saying the feminists were outraged and blah, blah, blah. It's one blogger. It's one fat lesbian in San Francisco saying that. And they write an article about how the people are outraged and no one's actually outraged. It's fucking retarded. But it got like 10,000 responses of uh, Yas Queen hashtag slay from notable Twitter accounts like uh abq 331 and rdx uh 912 notable twitter accounts (laughs) ancient 80 1980s twitter (laughs) but the importance the the important thing is we allowed women to work in antarctica okay and that's great it's great i hope they were abused well yeah so in october of 2017 Antarctic science had their own Me Too movement. Science Magazine published a piece on allegations of abuse. Wow, isn't that crazy G- that uh, that every chick in the whole world, including fucking Antarctica, all got raped in the same year? Wow, it's almost like any social trending thing, everyone will try to jump on and lie about shit. It's Wait, what insane. year was it? 2017. Uh, 2017. Oh, of course. So they so got their guys- own Me Too when Me Too was going on. But yeah, yeah go ahead. Y- yeah, so there was a report commissioned by the National Science Foundation, which revealed that 72% of women there reported sexual harassment. Harassment. Okay, yep. So that's not anything. Well, it's how, funny how you many, say how that, many women too. women is 72%? <laughs> hey, can you keep because... your bloody tampons out of, like, the communal area? <laughs> because... Yeah, it's like, what, five out of seven? Bob, yeah. stop sexually harassing me. <laughs> Sorry. Aaron Aaron asked, like, what does that even mean? The article kind of even admits that somewhat sheepishly, saying, well, sexual harassment is an umbrella term. It refers to behavior that demeans or humiliates an individual based on their sex. Is is sexual harassment. Like a guy is like got a, a fucking lazy eye or something, and she'll be like, Oh, he was looking at me weird, trying to he was when he wanted me, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, I like this has nothing to do with Antarctica. <laughs> But I swear to God, during Me Too, I was dating this girl that I worked at, uh, the waitress that I was working with at uh, P.F. Chang's for a little bit. And um, she gave me this teary-eyed story one night of how she was a victim of rape. And then she told me the story and described what was not rape, which was... Well, it's kind of strange to, like, describe a rape to your rapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not a rape. I'll show you a rape. <laughs> you, you dumb bitch. Come here, you. <laughs> yeah. So she goes, I remember last week. So this guy, 
that I was seeing already. I'm like, what? You a guy you were already having contextual some consensual sex with? She's like, but we 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 broke up, and then he came over and I let him in, and then we hooked up, but I didn't really want to. I was like, that, what? Like I've that's not that's not rape that's not you're not describing the same thing you know what i mean like that and during 2017 that was every woman in the whole world was explaining how they were also sexually assaulted so that they could be all teary-eyed and freak out what aaron you seem to be forgetting the the fries the acronym fries of consent um let me just go through Uh, the f is for freely given uh are reversible informed enthusiastic and specific uh, note the reversible elements there. You can let a man into your apartment and like, uh, not really want to anymore. Leave it. Leave it to women to make their acronym named after that, food. That was the thing I asked her. I was like, "Did you try to tell him no?" She's like, "No, I didn't know what would happen if I said no." It's like you didn't even give him the option of no, and then said, "Ah, I hate all women." Like that. It was like insane. So the, the problem, yeah, you let someone in that you. Uh, presumably in this situation you think would get violence or in some other way retaliate um my goodness fucking gracious at least in antarctica if, you can see some guys like raping some people because who's gonna know you know what i mean like that well, at least you're actually trapped down there well you know the hierarchies at play make uh sexual harassment difficult to identify as they say in the article <laughs> oh. one reason <laughs> One reason is the getting faker with every sentence. (laughs) Well, one reason is the hierarchical nature of relationships inside Antarctic stations, in scientific research, and in the field. For instance, PhD students in Antarctic science rely heavily on their supervisors to provide feedback, funding, fieldwork, opportunities, mentorship throughout the candidature. The fear of losing the support often motivates them to stay silent about sexual harassment. That was the biggest – that's the biggest one where they're like if anybody is – not even if they're – they could be your peer. But if they're perceived to have more power than you and you are in a relationship with them, then you felt like you had to. So you were being forced to. Like that's how well, they used to describe it then. So if anybody yeah. is like – maybe one, Maybe one day we'll be able to evolve into having – science comrades instead of science supervisors and science underlings yeah just all be science comrades that's uh sorry under the purview of lady science it got to the point it got to the point where it'd be like and and then randy he was my shift team lead and you know that comes with a 25 cent more an hour raise and uh (laughs) he was ahead of me in the pecking order and i felt like i had to it's like he didn't even do the schedule at your work. You had the same job. Like, shut up. Like, that is not a, somebody wielding their power over you, you fucking idiot. He rides well, his bicycle to work. It's, it's one thing to report the incident. In jail. It's one thing to report the incident immediately. That takes, like, no courage. It's an impulse Oh, no. Thing. She, you reported but, it 12 years later when hashtag me too was a cool, trendy thing. No, don't be ridiculous. So 17 years later <laughs> is when Willenbring, he, she waited a long time to face her accuser because she was worried that her career would be tanked down to the bottom of the earth. I tell you what, way down south. So it's a big problem down there, and it needs to change. Five years since the Me Too movement began, little has changed down there. 
they've not really done any programs down there. But you guys see darkness. I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Because I'm here to tell you. <laughs> yes, Duke. That that four women have been selected to run a post office in Antarctica. And they're to count penguins while they're down there, too. Oh, bam. Two birds, one stone. I love it. Two Does birds, let them know stone. that like, it's more effective to actually count penguins based on satellite images in space and not like on the ground? No, 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 no. That seals. <laughs> that seals. Please. <laughs> The penguins are too small to see at that resolution, Josh. Plus, uh, the women aren't qualified to to do that work either. I like how they say count penguins. Like like they're a fucking kindergartner. (laughs) Right? Like I read this headline and I was like buckled over laughing at how infantilizing it was it's like you can keep tally such, you can you can go run the post office in antarctica and you can count penguins they probably said that as like oh well you can keep busy by doing <laughs> it's, this it's probably and a joke like, as in you'll have nothing to do so you're gonna be counting penguins all day <laughs> and the colonel was in charge of ordering stamps and if i didn't <laughs> fuck the, every single person in the barracks then i felt like i wouldn't get stamps ordered to my post office so <laughs> i was raped <laughs> they will be based on the island in a region without running water or a flushing toilet for five months together how do you think that will go with these four brave? I've seen a woman's oh, bathroom sh- when they do have flushing toilets. It's fucking <laughs> terrible in there. It's, it's horrifying. <laughs> Can't even imagine. Maybe that's actually the issue. Well, these women were among 6,000 people who expressed an interest in these roles. So they were handpicked, this all-women team. Well, I'm glad that the USPS has all of these like exchange opportunities. They don't even, like, I, I had to pull up three different articles for this because I was looking through this, and they talk a lot about the post office, but they really don't talk about the counting penguins part. <laughs> but all the articles mention it. They Wait, say, why is the post office important, even? <laughs> that, that means, like, it was totally no. an off-the-cuff thing to be like, this is how you're going to keep your time. <laughs> you're going to do something Antarctic-specific. like Holy uh, shit. Well, one of them says that they're a conservation biologist, so I assume that that's, like, kind of her career normally. But they're being sent down to run the post office, which, like, what are we doing here? What, how, what is that? Two letters a month? Why do you need four chicks for that? <laughs> I, I hope it's, like, USPS shipping off like their most like like the, their worst employees that they get all the complaints about, and it's just, like, four, like... Fucking bitchy black women that just won't stop yelling. I was yelling just gonna at say, dude, all, all the guys down there that are pumped to finally have some chicks down there to hit on, and it's gonna be like so fucking four Latoyas, <laughs> but the ratchet black women just like, oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. Well, one of the women, one of the women is a newlywed, and she's a thirty-one-year-old from Hampshire. She says, "Who wouldn't want to spend five months working on an island filled with penguins in one of the most remote places on the planet?" So she's gung-ho ready because apparently down there, this is a stat that astonished me, uh, oh. the post office receives approximately 80,000 cards mailed from over 100 different countries. So I'm assuming that they mean like postcards are getting mailed to Antarctica. Wait, like did they just, you know, like when kids write in their letters to Santa and send them yes, through the post office? Yes, that's what I are, thought. Are they actually just sending them to the South Pole instead? It must be because 
they don't really elaborate on what this means. They just say that they will deal with approximately 80,000 cards, which are mailed to the site from over 100 different countries. Can we send them a letter? I deal with. That means no one's reading them. They counted. <laughs> deal with yeah that is a good point what no what's like retarded have... is that they, yeah deal with they're not reading them it's literally like it's probably kindergarten projects i don't even know why they're mailing them they're probably like oh the the scientists down there they love it when they get postcards from people like you cheering them on and they literally just take it, a sack of them and just light them on fire and just burn them like there's no way they're yeah, reading it's, it's postcards a... from kids and shit here i've shared a picture of the four brave uh women folk heading down to antarctica i've put it in show clips oh my god wait 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 a second wait a second duke duke there seems to be an offensive lack of uh bipoc he hers in this she hers in this list this lineup god look at this representation at all look at this i think you and aaron had two different senses of all their teeth are huge right fucking massive Look at those chompers. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, it does say that they're traveling from the UK. Oh, I was about to ask. Are they British? They have to be British. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, those are some. Holy shit. Those are some chompers. Yeah. That's, man. Yikes. (laughs) All I could think about when I was reading this article is, like, the women arguing over the, like, designer pants that they engineer to, like, keep their tampons safe. They didn't engineer anything. Trust me. <laughs> They're going to fucking... They, dude, they look like they could go hunt seals with the orcas with those fucking things. <laughs> I wonder how that, that nose ring is going to keep in like negative like 80 degree like it's freezing temperatures. Right? She's not even going to be freeze. She's going to be sitting in a fucking post office not doing anything complaining and shitting on... It's shitting in bags. And they're going to Do you want to see what the post other. office looks like? Yes, Duke. Do any of them have uh, Twitters? I want to. Which one's all the f- them live tweeting their adventures? Which one's the newlywed? Because she's definitely going to be cheating on her husband the whole time, and probably uh, vice versa. That is Miss Corbett. Her full name is Natalie Corbett. It's one of the I two in the center. She is. She's the third one. Okay. Uh, from left to right, you think they're going to be cheating on each other with the uh, penguins or no, with the other? No, she's women? a newlywed. She immediately she got married and immediately is going to go to a remote fucking frozen wasteland where all she all she can do is huddle up with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's going to cheat on her husband. Well, no, they're, you're they're, not they're on their own island, it. right? You're not getting it. This is all women in this post office. No men. They're, yeah, it's it's going to burn down. That's going to be they get their own island. <laughs> who are they delivering postage to? To the, the men doing the other shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you know, that's, you know, we're working on that wrinkle. We'll, <laughs> They're going to be so harassed. And in, in 2035, when pretending to be raped is popular again, she's going to have a lot to talk about. I tell you what. <laughs> you think they're going to be a part of the 72%? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, in 2032. All I'm trying to say is, from women engineering tampons, and engineering I use loosely, just like... Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do the engineering. Just using them? Where, where are they going to store all their waste, actually? He doesn't really talk about Wait, what's that the because... point of this? Is this just complaining that there's not enough women in Antarctica, and that's it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, they're, so, they're, so they're putting them in the post office. So they're hiring four women, and that's... They put them in like the only yeah, position that women are are qualified to be in in Antarctica. 
Because <laughs> yeah, they gave him the the well, penguin. Just no one their mail to show up on time. Oh, <laughs> all, good was... job, Miss Corbett. I bet your husband's really proud. You counted ten penguins today. <laughs> Let's talk about the obvious lie. Six thousand people did not apply to work at a post office in Antarctica. First of all, nobody wants to work in the post office in general. Second of all, they don't want to do it way the fuck far away in a place i bet you get a way i bet the pay is retarded for government work in antarctica there's probably some ridiculous amount of money that you can get for that you probably get like overtime for like the whole period it's like 24 hours worth of like ot no you probably get per diem every day that's like that's probably how it adds up you well you're not using money there you just come back to like fucking 75 grand in your account you know right whatever Yeah, for five months. But I mean, like, they're not counting penguins, like, in a serious. They're not actually counting penguins. That's not real. (laughs) Obviously, that's not a real job. They're not doing that. (laughs) They're just hanging out in a post office, burning children's postcards when they come in because no one wants to read them. It's the easiest job that's ever fucking existed. Aaron, if we don't count the penguins, how are we going to know that they're endangered? Yeah. It's 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 a very scientific process. Thank you, It's insane. They're not counting penguin. Like that's none of that's ever happening. That's the fucking dumbest article ever. What's this? What's the second one? <laughs> that, that was the second one. Yeah, the first the second, one was they're the being harassed, was, yeah. and the second one is that they're, they're sending more. The <laughs> We're sending more yeah, women that's... to Antarctica so oh. they can ha- be harassed yeah. and abused. <laughs> and also, newlywed Mrs. Corbett described this job as a solo honeymoon. Holy shit. <laughs> Solo honey. Who the fuck would marry this British cunt? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that description. <laughs> the, well, don't you want to hear how gross his teeth are? Don't you want to hear her resume? Because she's worked in retail for more than a decade. Absolutely. Go on. Please That's go why on. she's doing it. Please That's go on. That's why she's doing it. They let any well, they didn't let anybody go. I wonder who her family really is. Like any of this. Like, cause I, this I has to be rant, regular people go. No, I got it. Well, it's remember, a, this is an island off of sound, uh, Antarctica that they're, they're doing. That this the is, oh. no, this is like yeah, a, yeah. A, a psych experiment that they're conducting without telling these women. <laughs> like they are the test subjects. They're just going to study these four women, interact with one, uh, with each other in a secluded area over five months and see how fucking crazy they get. That's, that's what's happening. That's. It's gonna be like the one. It's gonna be like the test where they, they just say, "The test will begin in five minutes," and then they just keep delaying it to see how long people will just sit in a room all day without going crazy. <laughs> Your tampons will be delivered in five minutes. Okay, so so the gun to your head question, I guess, isn't really like a yes or no, but it's gonna be, how long do you think it takes for them to go crazy, and what do you think is the inciting incident that pushes them over the edge? Something regarding their bathroom and having no, you know, having a septic pit, basically. I'm assuming they have just, like, a septic pit that they're pissing and shitting into. It's going to be over that. It doesn't describe that. Well, I, it says it doesn't have any, like, a, a flushing toilet or, like, you know, running water or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so, it's going to be over, like, toiletries. And it'll probably take, like, three, three and a half months. Three and a half months? Yeah. You don't think they're going to, like, bitch each other out over something nah. fucking stupid? What would happen is they're, they're going to get there. They're going to be very excited. By day two, they're going to realize they have nothing to do. They're sick of counting penguins. Day three, 
One of them's going to have a breakdown and start fucking crying and want to go home, but she can't because there's no boat back for five months. The women are all going to be try to be really supportive of it, but then more of them are going to start crying and missing home and stuff until one or more of the women start resenting the other women, and they're all going to fucking freak out and fight and demand to be let off the island, but they're not going to be able to. And they're going to just be like complete fucking wrecks, and this will be like day eight. <laughs> and then they're just gonna have to do that for five months straight well so then no they're gonna, because then they're the... gonna finally get to deliver mail to the fucking military guys they're gonna bang all of them that'll be their only source <laughs> of entertainment and then in 2035 they're gonna talk about how they got raped hold on i need to elaborate on mine a little bit because i think as they synchronize <laughs> their periods it's going to get more and more crazy. So as as they synchronize, like once they synchronize, it, that's when they all fucking lose their shit and they start like burning that's the place down. That's when they evolve down. into a new kind of woman? No, no. That, that's when like, you know, the fucking USPS building is burned down and like everything's It'll destroyed. It'll be burned down because they're going to start like trying to burn each other's blood like fucking the, <laughs> like the thing. <laughs> See which one jumps out of the bowl so they can flamethrower them to death and that's when right. the post office burns down. Josh, I think I think, think they're going to uh, get along so well, become such great friends, and work together in such a capacity that they're actually going to renew their contracts and work there for another five months. <sighs> Josh, I, I love I your think optimism. I, Josh, like I, I think, think they're going to count every penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're actually going to start a penguin breeding program so that there are more penguins to count. Yeah. <laughs> I think that one of the women beforehand is going to try and take some medication to stop her from having a period like we read in that other article, but instead it will backfire and she will have too strong of a pyramid and she'll create the second blood falls in Antarctica. <laughs> too strong of a pyramid, you say? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, was, I, I couldn't get over you saying that. Fucking up. Strong of a pyramid. Too strong of a pyramid. It really got fucking Antarctica on the brain there. Yeah, we'll call Pyramid it a, blood you know, falls. Like uh, that's yeah. all that goes through his head at all times. A Cecil. <laughs> I like that theory though. The one just takes like a birth control pill and then she starts having heavy flow for the whole five months. <laughs> like yeah. five million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine penguins. Six million penguins, exactly. <laughs> Wait, Duke, Duke, when do they go down uh to Antarctica? When does this this didn't start? Uh, looking over here, it says they're going to definitely be there over Christmas time. So I imagine it's probably going to be November. I It's probably this okay, summer so soon. for yeah, them. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm just thinking like in uh, six months from now, you need to come back on and let us know how happily ever after this mission turned out. Did you well, know well, that it's colder than Mars in the Antarctic summers? <laughs> I think we covered that, yeah. <laughs> Aaron. winds are a few episodes an hour. yeah are you are you trying to be one of the 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 basemen like down south trying to hit on the women there is that what you're doing <laughs> i would you able to bag all four of those stupid big teeth british chicks i promise huh. welcome to your solo honeymoon especially if I, can you imagine if, like it's like antarctica scientist was my kind of idea i would that would be fucking walk in the park we need to come up with Antarctica pickup lines for these women every episode now. <laughs> Is it cold in here? Or is it just my penis? 
<laughs> Jesus. I can only think of it's cold in here starting punchline. Damn, is it cold in here? Because your because your nips are pointing to magnetic north. I've got a natural formation that houses a demon, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like you're my temple of the one. Ah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's all I had, is that uh, women in Antarctica are making great strides against their sexual harassment, and now they're managing a post office and counting some of the penguins. Well, what you're Hell saying yeah. is that now, now we've... Now they get raped by other women. Right. We've stopped, we've stopped the exclusion, but we're not stopping the abuse. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Stop the exclusion. Continue the, the abuse. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it won't be it's a work in it won't be sexual abuse. It's just going to be psychological abuse from the other women that they're having to live with, which oh, is perfect. It's the that's perfect always how it is. It's the perfect hell that they deserve. <laughs> you know, I was in high really school. Is. We had a group of friends of like guys and girls, and whenever the guys had their guys' night, it was always fun. But the next day, we would hear from like different women. They were like, "Oh man, fucking Courtney was the worst. Paige was the worst. Like something went wrong horribly every single yeah, time." Yeah, they hung it's out with like, all women. It's always a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what did the guys do? They just played Team Fortress Two till five in the morning, and then had Red Bulls and went to class. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird that you're not friends, but you say you are. Every single time you hang out, you hate each other. How about you go manage a post office on the in Antarctica? It'd be yeah. a great time. Love it. All right. You want to hit Kanye or Josh, do you want to go on your Alan Moore discussion here? I hope I hope we do get some callers to call in with some Antarctica pickup lines though. That that's a that good is idea. A good bit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear I feel them. like I feel like Lumpy Headed Sean will have a good one. Oh yeah. <laughs> that hole in the for... ozone layer isn't the only hole I'm interested in, if you know what I mean. <laughs> We're looking out for our listeners in the deep south. <laughs> well, let's go to Kanye. Okay. Have, all right. Has everyone been caught up with uh, Kanye's little adventure that he's been going on recently? He's been calling out Jews and saying white lives matter. That's well, it's it. Very so nice. it started out with the white lives matter situation. He did like that. Um, uh, that fashion event with Candace Owens and they both wore it. That was big news. The ADL was pissed saying that it was a white nationalist slogan or whatever. Why? It's fat. They're fellow white people. What are you talking about? <laughs> so uh, he's saying they matter. It, it's kind of hard to cover all of it. I don't want to turn it into a clip show, but basically he went on Le- LeBron James's podcast. He went on, um, uh, what else? The, the Tucker Carlson show. And then he just recently got interviewed by Pierce Morgan where he doubled down. <laughs> But also backtrack a little bit. But it's it's a really interesting story where it comes from, though, because he refers back to his 2016 mental breakdown. Do you guys remember that? Um, that's I the media called it correct. A mental breakdown. Where he, yeah, and that's where like Kim Kardashian started like you know separating from him a little. I, I think I don't know. I don't keep up with that much of the of the drama. Um, but wasn't that just when he was hanging out with Trump or something? He hung out with Trump after, after everything oh, was okay. said and done, and he said that the the genesis of that was from his his manager, who was very Jewish, 
was forcing him to continue to do shows, basically. He's, like, running the gambit on him. And, it, you know, it kind of broke him, essentially. Good old, you know, history of slave trading, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> TMZ finding... I, Go ahead. He, I was just going to say, he even says that, like, a lot, like, lately. Like, it's the new slavery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just... The, the music wow. industry? Yeah. I mean, people have commonly referred to, like, the NFL as that, but, like, that's very dumb. Um, you know, like, the, they are... It's not the new slavery. He doesn't have to do any... He has fuck you money now. He doesn't have to do any of that. Although, maybe, actually, he does. You never know, because then they end up just dying in mysterious circumstances, so... Right, well, like, the music industry is so fucked because, like, most artists don't even own their own music, right? It's owned by, like, the record labels. And so... Yeah, record deals are very exploited. Yeah, so they're, they're fucking horrible. So in, in light of the, that mental breakdown, uh, there was like the, the TMZ articles coming out about his hospitalization his uh, for mental health. And apparently his Jewish gym leader or gym trainer, sorry, this isn't Pokemon, gym trainer leaked it to the press, which he was very <laughs> pissed about. And it's like, imagine how fucked up that is. To have like a fucking personal trainer that you're like working out with just fucking tell people that you're being hospitalized and shit like that. Anyway, he, he brings up his involvement with Trump and he says that kind of went away because of Jared Kushner. (laughs) (laughs) What's special about Jared Kushner? Uh, He was saying that it, it was an ineffectual, like not, not only was it like personal, not only was it like personal uh, dealings with him, but also like he was implying that Kushner was a part of Trump's ineffectual presidency when it came to doing certain things that he should have done. And then he got talked talked out of basically. He, he, he was. Oh, I was more asking where he was. Oh, going. oh. Kush- yeah. Son of a Hungarian merchant. <laughs> oh, yeah. There the Jews. Is. <laughs> okay and then so apparently he also had um a, a documentary a documentary team following him around for like a few years to make a documentary about him and apparently that uh just got axed all of a sudden and he found out that the people that were running the documentary their host company got bought out at the time and was canceled by the new owners of the company which was a, a, a new jewish um hollywood hmm. <laughs> executive so he's like he's he's like connecting all the dots basically he's like holy shit like what the fuck's going on here p diddy and other rappers under jewish record labels were threatening Kanye about his comments back in t- 2016 as well so like all these other people in the industry came out like it what, what i'm saying here is that it came from all fronts from like every aspect of his life he was getting hit by Connected the dots. He had this pattern recognition that he just couldn't avoid. And <laughs> it, it just kept coming out. So, um, what was it? He lost the Gap Yeezy deal. Uh, the Adidas Yeezy deal. Under review. Jewish company. Uh, Gap is a Jewish company as well. Recent podcast with Le- LeBron. And so, apparently, the people who own LeBron's uh, publishing rights for LeBron's podcast is also go figure a, a, a jewish company so he's didn't uh didn't jp morgan chase cancel his um easy business account as well or are they not a not a jewish owned company uh well apparently 
<laughs> he came out a few months ago, like six or seven months ago, saying that he's going to stop doing business with JP Morgan anyway because they treated him like shit, even though they're managing like hundreds of millions of dollars for him. And so uh, he already said that. And then he came out with like this big news. And then they got to high horse him and be like, well, we're canceling your service, basically. Um, but yeah, so I have this ADL article here, which is great because it goes into all of the things that he said on LeBron James's podcast. <laughs> he goes, uh, he reportedly blamed the Jewish media and Jewish Zionists for numerous alleged misdeeds stating that the Jewish people have owned the black voice and that Jewish, the Jewish community, especially in the music industry, they'll take us and milk us till we die. Referencing the Nation of Islam leader Louis, <laughs> Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> Based. Dude, okay. So I did want to say, like, the the reason that these record deals are so exploitive, exploitative is uh, they um, the record labels own all the means to becoming famous. That's why the that's why the music is not the most talented person. Right. They give you the chance. You can take your 10%. You can still be rich and famous. And we're going to take all the money. Because if you don't take that deal, there isn't a deal for you. And we will bury you. No one will hear your music. We decide what's popular. Like That's how they run those businesses. So technically, they do have the more important thing. But it's a monopoly. And it's a, a really fucked up industry in the way that it works and uh people just you know people are still buying it so you know they love to be people love to be fucking sheep and then when he says they own the black voice all the shit they did with like promote uh, making sure that it was always violence promoted in the songs and stuff that was all on purpose and it is jewish people that run those that run black culture what influences black culture more than black people in the music industry right nothing yeah and it's all jews behind that writing it <laughs> well not not writing it and but decide the direction well no just decide the direction exactly they're they're the ones putting out like the most insane like the, the rap songs where they talk about like fucking like f fucking bitches doing drugs killing people like all those things all of the degenerate things that have put a stain on black culture basically cultivating a fucked up culture for black people because there's a lot there are a lot of reasons what uh who are the rappers that talked about how they were in a meeting where these private prisons were paying the music industry to actually kind of promote things that would get black people thrown in jail for, oh yeah i feel like i did hear about this what's oh my god i don't remember which way who it was but uh that was talking about it but I have to. I have to look it up. That would be a pretty good episode, to be honest. It's yeah. Well, it's it's incredibly exploitive because like black people were in a pretty odd position comparatively to the rest of the country because they didn't really have much of a culture for themselves other than you know what they could scramble from what they had. So you have these record companies, and it's like, oh, we have a very influential position on these people because we can sign these black musicians. And give them music that they can connect to because it's another black person. What's the topic we're gonna do? <laughs> like it's nuts. Like it's absolutely fostering. Well, no, they they a had a good culture, culture going. They had the the lowest the divorce rate. They had the lowest divorce rate in America. Uh, they were having they were 
exploding with their familial wealth and they started owning their own businesses and stuff. And then, uh, then they tell you the story of how, Oh, every time that we got successful, white guys would burn our businesses down. You're like, that's not what happened. And then they're like, Oh, also the CIA sold crack and a bunch of Jews decided that, uh, shooting each other would be all our music was about. And, uh, then we all started shooting each other. And, uh, but we don't talk about that. No, we talk about like one incident in Tennessee in 1957 and act like uh, that's what happened every day. And who knows if that event was even real or not. You know what I mean? I would say I would say on average, most black people I talk to, they do mention those things. But the media will never mention those things. Like, oh, yeah, they, yeah. they will never talk about that. But yeah, like so- they're there's a good deal of them that are pretty so it's kind of it. interesting because like he's saying all these things about the the jewish music industry but no one is actually like taking account of all of the the music companies and the people that sign these deals and the companies that sign these deals and figure out how many of them are predominantly jewish owned or like how many jewish people are in that like the top leadership of those companies like that's just not happening no one's verifying what he's saying all they're doing especially the adl of course all they do is align him with the extremist group of uh the black israelites which is awesome because like they're pretty based <laughs> yeah how, wait, how are they an extremist group? Ye- okay, hold on. Let me read this little article here. He goes, he claims that the Jews are actually black people, saying that uh, when he refers to Jews, he remains the 12 Based. lost tribes of Judah, the blood of Christ, who the people known as the race, uh, uh, wait, known as the race black really are. Uh, and, okay, it's just like aw- awkwardly phrased there. Um, that's his bad. They were quoting him there. Uh, bad grammar. Posited a... Uh, he also posited that Planned Parenthood was the product of a collaboration between the KKK and Margaret Sanger. Okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that is. It, it is one. That's not even debatable. Like they act, they just act incredulous. And then that's how they, they don't actually refute. They just go, huh, that's ridic- ridiculous, right? If I scoff at that, that means it can't possibly be true. I won't try to refute his statement. I'll just scoff correct and that's good enough for most retards yeah yeah it's just insane like oh it's it's so on its face absurd that we're not even going to address it even though it's completely true and not absurd at all yeah yeah, yeah. it's 100 said this true. was the you said this, this was the adl right? yes and i'm sorry what was your question about when they have like the black israelites how are they an extremist group? Okay, that's a part of it. They're they're the black Israelites are in contention with the Jews, saying that the Jews are a separate other people. The blacks are actually the Jews. That they're the fake Jews from the Bible. Right. Yeah. The, they the Bible talks about there would be a time where all these fake Jews appear towards the end times, and and uh, so yeah, it's the, the two they lines. think that the the Jews are the fake Jews, which are so, uh, but, but so because okay. they question the, yeah, yeah. like the Jewish narrative, I, I guess, I don't know. I'm doing air quotes here. Oh uh, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. He's going to, they're going against that, which, which is why they're labeled as an extremist group basically. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, have black people ever been in, uh, genocided or enslaved on the order of 6 million? I didn't think so. And other than like a few crazy ones that like, cause there was a black Israelite a couple years ago that, either he was in that that new york shooting wasn't he or 
Well, they love to show you the craziest ones. Right. Where but for like, the most part, all they do is preach on the streets and hand out, like, flyers and shit like that in, like, major cities. Like, they're fucking... They're hilarious. I, like, no, they're, <laughs> they're really yeah. funny. They are hilarious. <laughs> they're su- they super racist against white people, and it's so funny. I I love... I think it's hilarious. I love a good roasting by, you know, the black Israelites. Yeah. But... Uh, Bob, I have, I have a question about yeah. this article. At any point in this article, does it debunk something? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. All they do is act incredulous. Like, I can't believe he said this because it's clearly not true, but I won't tell you why it's not true. So can I can I posit something that I think we already think? That this article isn't – what this article is doing is not denying anything – it's raising a red flag to attack like oh attack this person for these reasons yes. and then like in fact yeah, the it's, pattern it's giving you the emotion you're supposed the, the to the pattern feel. that it feeds is basically kanye said this and extremist group also say and think that as well that's the connection that they do they don't yeah, yeah. say he's a liar they don't disprove his claims they don't even address his claims they take his claims and they associate it with an extremist group that's all they do, and that's all the well, Bob, ADL you're, you're, ever does. You're kind of missing the con. You're kind of missing the context that the ADL is a, is a, a well-established and respected organization that hires uh, teams and teams of fact checkers. That I'm sure, you know, I'm sure probably a dozen people had to fact check this article before they could publish it. Right? I'm sure they have all the fact checkers in the yeah. world, but they're not doing anything because they don't show their fucking work. It's like a fucking math homework assignment. Yeah. You have to show your work, prove what you're saying is is wrong or right. And then go from there. Don't just be like, well, another extremist has said this in the past. Therefore, Kanye is now, like, you know, an extremist. It's fucking insane. They're not fact-checking. They're not fact-checking. They're truth-muddying. <laughs> like, that's all they uh, do. Thank you, dude. Yeah. yeah. They, it's so funny because it's like you uh, – the pattern that you will see with, with celebrities that, like, snap and shit like this, like Kanye, where he'll start uh, naming them, he'll be like – there's a powerful group. So the pattern you end up seeing is there's a powerful group of people who will try to ruin your fucking life if you point out that they're a powerful group of people. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens all, all every the time, time. Yeah. over and over and over. They even came up with a special word for it. Anti-Semitism. Yeah. There's politicians who even admit that that is a trick. Like it's it explicitly used to trick people yeah the old uh prime minister of israel uh she was doing an interview where she said that she was like in america we just say anti-semitism and we we say we just get them all guilt-ridden with racism shit and then in europe we just say holocaust 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 and guilt them that way and that's how we get what we want it's a it's a trick love it it this and it's like yeah that is what they do problem than them like they're, they're not really doing anything it's us who are it is us no whatever little trigger word they say i 100 percent agree with you josh that's that's why i came to the conclusion that you just have to not want what they have and you have to go out and live on a farm and build your own thing from scratch because they're it's not them they're not actually doing anything wrong I guess like you're I said, never gonna go platinum with your uh, album, your record of tall tale fo- shooter folk songs. <laughs> you have to not want their money. They can print all the money. <laughs> so, so there's this group of Jews that can print all the money, and then they own all the means of of acquiring that money. 
it, it's your fault if you want that money. That's your fault. <laughs> like, the money is not worth anything. Just you have to do your own thing and not want that money now. Like, that's the only way. All right, Bob, what is this? All right, to wrap it up, Pierce Morgan interviewed Kanye, and he was grilling him about the anti-Semitic remarks and everything like that. It's just just beautiful how he does this. Just listen in. Now, regret saying death gone free on Jewish people. Are you sorry you said that? No. I think it matters. You should be. Absolutely not. You should be. Absolutely not. Yeah, but yeah, you should be. You Absolutely not. When you Fuck insult you, the Jewish Morgan. people and say you're going death con free on the Jewish people, that is as racist as anything you say you've been through and any pain that you've experienced. It's the same thing. Racism is racism. And you know that, I think, don't you? Yeah, obviously. That's why I said it. <laughs> so you said it knowing it's racist? <laughs> yes. I fought fire with fire. I'm here to get holes down. <laughs> At least <laughs> pretty pretty Fuck incredible you. my favorite part of that is you can see his like the look he has in his face like where he's deciding to double right. down on he it. gets, like, he gets, he gets real moment, serious and he, he the look in his eyes is just like i'm gonna get fucking murdered <laughs> for this and i'm gonna say it anyways I, i've been in i've you been know, in that position I, before i love it <laughs> i'll say this about kanye for like the last six years at this point since the trump election every time he his name came up in the news my gut reaction was he's selling controversy he's selling controversy because you see this all the time where people are like i'm breaking away from the left i'm breaking away from hollywood i'm gonna tell you what's i'm doing a christian album yeah, yeah 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 so and you know one of our friends was like super into it but like i just i couldn't get into it because i'm such a cynic but when he started saying like jewish producers i was like oh he's actually serious and he's probably been serious this whole time <laughs> yeah he's actually saying career-ending shit now yeah you're like Holy yeah because before it seemed like he was doing the rap version of being like candace owens yeah yeah. but yeah, like it's this is a hundred percent serious and that interview in particular the look he gets on his face i was like sold a hundred percent sold right so mm-hmm. he's my new hero <laughs> rip <laughs> rip kanye <laughs> when do you think they're rest in peace they're gonna get him like oj and cosby that's what they're gonna do <laughs> what well i'm sure it will be a, a magic. they're both time. free right now oj and cosby what do you, what do you yeah but now? they you know they put and the, and the character i, I, I know <laughs> they i put know. Him through the ringer their famous character witness will be like kim kardashian oh, jesus christ like, yeah i knew that he was doing all this stuff like it'll be something fucking insane that will you know completely ruin him hopefully get him in jail you know as far as they're thinking and then they can just keep him away and then maybe he'll kill himself in yeah. jail or something but it'll be kim kardashian it's like i knew something was off and oh my god Dude. i didn't know it was that bad this is how we get the trinity of twerking we got she hulk uh, and I forget the chick's name twerking. We got uh, Lizzo playing James Madison's flute and twerking. And now we're going to get Kim Kardashian on the stand twerking. I didn't know I'm there excited. was a trinity twerking. <laughs> I hate you. For there is now. <laughs> but before we move on to, to wizardry, I just want to say real quick, you, you said that they would get uh, Kim to do that. One of the things that Kanye talked about in his interviews is that 
all these people have like not just like managers but like handlers like people would be sent in to like coach these people on like what to say what exactly they need to like tweet out how they have to behave they're not and they would they would just they would just a pr character personality based industry like of course they would just have all that going on they represent the company that owns your songs no no it's different than that he said that they were specifically from like political organizations and they were come out to like give people coaching on how to behave in public like it's so obviously like a constructed persona sorry well not only that but it's like i'm I'm fine with that yeah they of course do that because they have these uh a, they're not going to have a gigantic propaganda tool like that that's not owned by somebody that's above the entertainment industry. And it's like, oh, every single actor and actress in Hollywood has the exact same political affiliation and has the exact same view, view on everything. And the ones that don't, they make out to be like they're demons. And i think part of that is to pretend that there's like uh just to have a bad guy to make everybody mad at somebody as a distraction so i think some of them are like supposed to be like the controlled opposition kind of thing but overall it's just like oh it's just i I, you don't know what any of these people think in their real life but they know what they have to stay if they say if they want to stay famous and get all their treats and stay rich and and do everything so they'll just play the game like Oh, yeah. I mean, Chris Pratt said, or not Chris Pratt, Norm MacDonald said that the amount of conservatives in Hollywood would, like, make people's heads roll. Zero. There's zero. But I know. <laughs> well, well, no, I they mean, can't oh, say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. that all closeted. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the yeah. implication is that there's way more conservatives in Hollywood than one you think. would know. But I know somebody who's not conservative at all and is probably way more deranged than you could possibly imagine. Josh, who is it? Well, before before we identify this individual, I want to ask each of you a very important question. Are you more excited for the upcoming upcoming Black Panther 2 with the World of Wakanda or Black Adam starring The Rock, The Rock's real passion project that he's been working on for 10 years? God, that's a tough one. You guys get a sponsor? That's a fucking tough one. All right. <laughs> are, are, is this an ad spot? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What is this? Wait, what? No, it's not not a genuine question. (laughs) I'm not a fascist, so I don't watch uh, comic book movies. Yeah, Yeah, I have no emotional response. I'm a black Israelite. I don't. I don't (laughs) watch Jewish media. (laughs) Yeah. Well, good because it was a trick. Oh, thank God. Woo. Now to uh to answer the Duke's the Duke's question, we're gonna be talking a little bit about the good old master of comics himself, Alan Moore. And uh he has some nice little commentary pointing out um how uh he looks upon he, he now looks with dismay on the way the superhero genre in which uh he once worked has eaten the culture. Hundreds of thousands of adults are lining up to see characters and situations that have been created to entertain the 12-year-old boys, and, and it was always boys, of 50 years ago. Isn't, isn't that crazy? Like, this is kid stuff, and we have a billion, multiple billion-dollar movies just you know, of, of people our age or older just fawning over uh, men in tights jumping around on screen. 
That's kind of like that's a big win for like what? the patriarchy, right? Wait. To to have I don't know what either of you are okay, talking Okay, I'm trying about. to piece it together. I didn't, I didn't understand. I'm trying to piece it together here. I didn't understand what any of that meant. He's okay, so he, to, if I understand correctly, he's complaining that men are going to watch comic book movies for 12-year-olds? Yes. Is that Okay, what does he want then? What's his solution? A more gritty, uh, realistic. To stop watching. <laughs> Sorry. No, he he actually like, he, he does address that because uh, back in the eighties with his and Frank Miller comics, uh, Frank Miller's comics, there's a lot of uh, a lot of commentary, um, a lot of thought around the idea that comics have grown up, and uh, in in Alan Moore's humble opinion, comics haven't grown up. It was just like those two exceptions, and everything else was still for kids content oh my god what are the two exceptions books he wrote watchmen and v for vendetta yeah, so nobody it's, it's, else can watchmen do comics then, like, like me batman year one by frank miller like the dark knight returns whatever oh get out of here he's just he's just salty because the stuff that he wrote for dc he doesn't actually own and they're making sequels and spin-offs and whatnot he's just salty that's well, all he they is. just like don't pay him royalty checks either it's what kind of is this guy famous for <laughs> and watchman oh, consistently is like what were the up? the oh sorry sorry uh the watchman v for v for vendetta saga of the swamp thing um the league of extraordinary gentlemen the there's the, the, the long list but watchman and v for vendetta are probably okay. the, the biggest okay uh, pretty good reputation, I would say. Not bad. Uh, yes, yeah. it's less embarrassing than ma- than being the yeah. the guy who made Spider Man. That's fucking gay shit. So what's he saying? So what's he? So he's mad that adults are watching immature kids things yeah. because he's not getting royalty checks. So he thinks that adults are so immature. Then what's the? Well, I, I get that that's a problem, but is that it? He's just saying adults are too immature now. Well, it's it's not just the immaturity aspect to it. Um, he, he okay, points out so as what's... well that when Trump was elected in 2016, oh uh, Jesus Christ, okay, was was one of the biggest points in the history of comic book movies in the comic book movie industry. I mean, look, it's really only been a decline for the MCU since Trump left office. Like that that that, that can't be a coincidence. So um, what is he saying people who like superhero movies are fascists? I'm at the edge of my seat here trying to figure out what Josh yeah, is talking yeah, about. He, he, he literally let me <laughs> Yeah, uh, what, the, what's the, the, Duke, what's the conclusion? The, let me what's read his let me read the, the respond to the duke to begin with. Let me read this this quote. Uh because that kind of infantilization, that urge towards simpler times, simpler realities, that can very often be a precursor to fascism. Jesus Christ. Nostalgia equals fascism? Yes. Yeah, that leap of logic is so deranged. I I cannot even I can't follow it. Like I need him to spell it out step by step how he gets there because it doesn't make sense what he's saying at all he's just trying to sound smart and he's using buzzwords he doesn't mean anything he doesn't have a reason why he's saying that he just thinks it's smart to sound smart to say that oh if you if you yearn for simpler times if you want a a a complex individual like me that's a precursor to fascism (laughs) <laughs> mm, like okay okay douchebag 
If you're not reading comics which deconstruct the superhero genre, mm, you might as well be a thumb-sucking fascist. <laughs> so he's uh, kind of... He, yeah, he he definitely. I think Aaron's onto something because he, he is that guy who's like, "Oh, I'm too serious for uh, superhero comic books. That's kid stuff. I'm gonna write this more serious stuff and then never write a superhero comic ever again." So instead, he focuses on actually very serious and productive things in his life, like magic. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! This guy's larping like magic tricks. No, 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 no. He's referring to like actual like arcane shit, like which like women think witchcraft is real. That's what he's he's alluding to. I I need a picture of Alan Moore to be on the screen while you talk about this. Uh, In show clips, I've posted. Oh God, he looks like uh, he looks like Dumbledore. He looks like Dumbledore and Haggard fucked and had a kid. I, and then did a lot of math. Holy f- <laughs> fuck. At least he's not, like, as obese as um, George R. R. Martin. Like, Jesus Christ. The guy's actually kept it together a little uh, bit. Kept it together? He looks like homeless Santa Claus. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well. So, he's a he's a magician? Yeah. He, so, I want to start with this quote that was his his original thought or approach towards magic which is uh, I, I didn't know what it meant to become a magician but i thought there was a certain power in having made the declaration just just uh you know he identifies as a magician blah 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 but um just to kind of give a context for the, what what this entails what sort of rabbits out of hats are involved in this <clears throat> moore's main magical beliefs lie in the works of the d- notorious early 20th century occultist mage alistair crowley uh, as well as magical system. <laughs> oh, so he's a Satanist. Oh, wow. Why do you know? A sa- another Satanist in Hollywood. No, no. It's, it's cool. not a Satanist. Uh, uh, he was involved with one notorious yes, ritual in which he per- uh, he performed while under the influence of psychedelics, in which he tried to summon a demon named Asmodeus. That's not <laughs> Oh, he's not a Satan. He's not a Satanist. He was just trying to summon demons. Yeah, the, the, the literal <laughs> king of all devils. Like, that's, our, you know, the, I guess, mythical king of all devils. Oh my god. So so this guy who is a satanic magician, which to be clear, all magicians are satanic, <laughs> this guy thinks he understands the phenomena of fascism and superhero movie obsession to be intertwined deeply. Yes. Yeah. Very oh, dude, this is the most this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard. So it's so a fat homeless looking man who looks like Hagrid and Santa Claus mixed uh, is performing is telling everybody that they're too simple minded <laughs> if they read the comic books that he fucking wrote that he invented he created them and then says if anybody likes this this means that they're a retarded child which might be right since he wrote them <laughs> I'm gonna go off and do more adult things like pretend to summon demons satanic what the satanic fuck? rituals <laughs> I'm going to go do See, blood magic be... real quick. Be right back, guys. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Josh. Yes. Josh. <laughs> do you have it do you have it in your notes what he worships? Cuz I just looked this up. It says that Alan Moore took his primary deity, the ancient Roman snake god Glycon, who was the center of a cult founded by a prophet known as Alexander of what the fuck is this name? Oh, he's the real hipster of Satanism, huh? <laughs> Abo Abno Takis? 
it all originated from paganism so you know he's so like he is he's trying to be a hipster version of like alistair crowley fans where he's like oh satanist that's actually a precursor for fascism <laughs> i i worship glycon the ancient roman snake god because i'm an adult <laughs> And what a what a stupid dickhead this guy is. Honestly, like every time you say that, it sounds like you're you're describing like a Yu-Gi-Oh card or something. Glycon the snake god. I choose you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's hilarious is he's telling everybody that they're infantil infantilized when he's the biggest child of all time. He is a fucking idiot. Like that that's the insane. He well, no, you know what? They can't help themselves. All you know, all the people that are in media, all this, they do this all the time. I just realized they do something and then accuse everyone else of doing it. That's what yeah. they do, and then they can't be accused of the thing. <clears throat> so he's just projecting himself on everybody else. Oh, if you like comic books, you're a child. You know, only an adult would worship an ancient Roman cult snake god, Glycon. That's an adult thing to do. What a dickhead. No, I hate this no, guy so much. Aaron, you, you seem to be missing one one very important point, too, that Alan Moore seems to be pretty out of touch with the modern comic book industry if he thinks comics are still for kids. He clearly must have never seen the <laughs> painful, instructional trans blowjob from genderqueer. That is not kid stuff. That was a. Well, I, I expect comics to be that degenerate, honestly. I've also never seen that. So I must be a. I'm, it's probably a precursor to fascism. Hopefully, it is a precursor to fascism that I've never seen the trans blowjob comic book that you're talking about. Oh, he has a hot take on conspiracy theories, too. Oh, let me guess. They're all bad for the climate or something. It's got to be something fucking real dumb. Wait. They're, no, they're all anti-Semitic. He, he says, yes, there is a conspiracy. Indeed, there are a great number of conspiracies, all tripping each other up. The main thing that I learned about conspiracy theories is that the conspiracy theorists actually believe in the conspiracy because that is more comforting. The truth of the world is that it is chaotic. The truth is that it is not <clears throat> Jewish bankers or gray aliens or 12-foot uh... reptilioids from another dimension – it's that nobody's in control. Yeah, Glycon's from this yeah, dimension. Okay. Yeah, Glycon owns all. Obviously, it's not humans, mere humans doing it. It's Glycon's doing. What the fuck is this? So, I, thought, I thought he was making fun of this... the Grant Morrison's chaos magic stuff and the chaotic universe. Whatever. I, I am clearly out of my depth when it comes to... The Kabbalistic magic. But it, this is how people. This is how these people write these articles, though, because they um or make these quotes where they're trying to sound smart. It's like, okay, a big fat wi wizard, a big fat wizard that writes comic books, who's which is clearly a recipe for a a retarded person. So this retarded man is trying to sound smart <laughs> in this article, and so he says. Oh, the conspiracy theorists, actually, they find comfort in the conspiracy. That's what I learned. It's not Jewish bankers. He starts with the thing that it is and then goes, or 12-foot interdimensional alien demons. And you're like, so he's equating that like that's the same thing. That's how they try to disprove it by giving a straw man that's so ridiculous as the next thing. Oh, yeah, it, it it's not Jewish bankers or aliens. And you're like... 
No one thinks it's aliens. What do you? No, it's just the Jewish bankers. <laughs> That's who we're talking about. You don't have to compare it to what next. I mean, they think Bigfoot's caused the Holocaust. And you're like, no, stop. That's not a way to argue something. You're just Bigfoot. making these fall. Yeah, base. You're comparing things that aren't comparable to make the first one sound ridiculous. I know what you're doing, Alan. I know what you're doing. You're as you're summoning demons. You got to get your other demon wizards which are all happen to be jewish bankers fucking uh to help you out here on your spell it's it's fucking stupid man i hate these people so much bob okay i've seen you look at this article a couple times i need you to read the headline okay that article. watch alan moore try to blow up a lemon with his mind and i found the video i've been digging for the video here <laughs> <laughs> this fucking asshole I feel exhilarated. Oh I feel exuberant. I feel ecstatic. It's oh god, he's British. It's y- yes. even more retarded than I thought. Love. I mean, I I smell blossom, and the trees are bare. Okay, let me. I just pulled up the video. This is it 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 at all. right. Right. Okay. Oh my god, here he he's goes. He's rubbing his hands. He's, he's... leaning forward. He's looking. He's staring. He's shaking a bit. I got to. I got to be very careful (laughs) with this because I could accidentally summon a demon here. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like he's taking a shit. It's very hard to to concentrate on this this lemon. Look at the lady. Watch watch her reaction. Hold on. Oh yeah, wait, her wait, reaction wait. is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No, she's we need super to describe <laughs> this. Okay, so so they're in this room which looks kind of disheveled. Alan Moore is wearing like black pants and a graphic T-shirt, and he's hunched over like he's shitting in the woods, staring at a lemon on a table, just shaking, while the, rocking back. Yeah, and forth. while the wo- <laughs> while the woman interviewer, hopefully not one of the seventy-two percent, is like kind of <laughs> sitting sideways, leaning back, looking like she's kind of just barely interested yeah, her, her body language is very like. uh, defensive and uh, towards the door and not him <laughs> guys, she, look she at her path of travel to at, the door definitely <laughs> guys look at her face face profile she looks like the fucking pbs sign okay she's one of those people kanye is warning about yeah she's look at that angry. nose but she she looks to the camera at one point like what the well fuck that's a bit of a laugh happening? she <laughs> well there we have it. I think we've demonstrated conclusively. Still trying. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Cool bit. I'll try that again with something smaller. Oh my god. Well, Alright, so. I know you guys, and then I know it's very explodes. difficult for you guys to decide, but uh, me personally, uh, I'm more excited for Black Panther 2 The World of Wakanda. <sighs> Please end me. Please end me now. <laughs> Man, I just thank you, Josh. Wow, I just hate this guy. I hate him so much. What a fucking asshole! <laughs> what a prick. Okay, so at least at the end of that, at least it was just a stupid right. joke. Yeah, yeah. That, that thank God that is comforting. What's not comforting is reading that he identifies as an anarchist. Just of just course another, he does. Another pin in his hat. Hip hipster. Great idea. Hipster of every idea. He's a. I am an anarchist. I worship Glycon. I love Aleister Crowley, but I'm not a Satanist. I'm just trying to 
summon Asmodel or whatever the fuck the guy's name Asmodeus. was. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. I feel like that's yeah. I've heard that somewhere. Probably some dumb. Well, movie. it's yeah. If you if you in, I guess mythology based devils, it is the the king of devils, and then they're kind of like five different devils that are dif- the different aspects of Satan. So you have like Despater's kind of the uh, um, like goatee version. Uh, what and then they're like I forget there there are like five other versions but he is the prince yeah it, so it's like a he is hold on he is Trinity. the prince of demons and hell in Judeo Islamic lore huh yes awesome very cool gross <sighs> thank you Josh for that you know adult <laughs> shit we'll 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 become adults someday and we'll understand it a little better you know we're we're infantilized right now I mean thankfully we're not a bunch of comic book fascist you know fans barring you know except for josh i don't know man josh I, <laughs> it's true i need to be infantilized i know, I know I coming i know coming out week was last it. week but this week i'm coming out of the fascist i'm sorry everyone <laughs> <laughs> i need to be infantilized by some science at this point i'm so sick of all this i have a shit. I have, yeah well, i've got you covered here you need to know what science discovered you need to know today whether it's space or bones uncovered it's definitely fake and gay black hole is burping out a spaghettified star it devoured years ago oh my god aaron does that mean the flying spaghetti monster is real No, it's spaghettification uh, for you. You know, you feel like you're being ripped apart forever inside of a black hole. You know, definitely. Hashtag stop yeah, Italian. Hate. So in, Oc- <laughs> in October 2018, the black hole located in a galaxy 665 million light years from Earth was observed tearing up a star that had wandered too close. The event itself wasn't surprising to astronomers, who often observe these violent encounters between stars and greedy black holes. These so-called tidal disruption events happen when objects such as stars approach black holes and the massive gravitational influence they encounter generates tidal forces that stretch the star in one direction while squashing it in the other direction, thus spaghettifying the stellar body. See, Aaron, it's so, not always 666. This is 665. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I do want to ask an honest question, Bob and Josh, because you were the ones that believe in space the most out of everyone here. Um, Do you think that NASA is observing... Stars and black holes from 665 million light years away. Go ahead, away. Josh. So I, I know there was supposedly a photo that came out like two years ago, but have we ever directly observed a black hole before? No, you can't. Like, the, no, the they the created some dumb image that represents one and is literally just what we all... 3d printed anyway or and it happened to also be the same as a as a black the uh album cover for black hole sun (laughs) yeah so so um with how aaron phrased that question which is to say very disingenuously uh i have to say no i don't think nasa observed this yeah do you think nasa observed that from 600 do you think nasa has ever observed anything from 665 million light years away bob let alone a black hole which you can't well they observe. have it in very good detail right here on the on the on the article what are you talking about i can see the black hole yeah. and you can see the spaghettification of the stellar body that had gone through 
the black hole itself. It's very crisp. Oh wait, what is this? Image credit. Okay. And another yeah. image. An illustrate. Okay, hold on. Illustration of a black hole speed material from a star devoured I'm, years ago. Yeah. Uh, image credit. Desi Science Communication Lab. Ah. <laughs> Someday it'll be Fuck. a photo and not an image. All right. uh, I'm going to have to take that one back, Aaron. I don't think they actually observed that. <laughs> Dude, now, what's the science communication lab? Is that like the cross-section of like actually doing science and communicating science? Because it sounds like a, a fucking Garden of Eden to me. It's more fake bullshit. We don't do anything. We're, we're in a stagnation period, dude. We don't invent stuff anymore. I don't know if you know that. We're not making any progress anywhere. I think it was one of you... It might have been Bob that said it, that, like, the only true science is engineering. Like, that's where everything has to be 100% real because it's all about producing Apply, Yeah, applied yeah, sciences uh, and engineering are, like, the only ones. When you get into yeah. the theoretical realm of things, they're just making shit up and coming up with, like, a hypothesis. And whatever sticks, when, sticks. Yeah, anything that's not a direct, you don't get a direct result from right there is all bullshit. It lends itself to snake oil salesmen as being the most successful. So it's like, you know, if even down to something where it's like, I have a headache, take this pill, your headache will be gone in 30 minutes. That has to work. You can't just fake that. You can't be like, I took it and my headache's not gone. They can't go, well, yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> You're not placebo not, hard you know, it, yeah. yeah. And so with these things, they can just say anything because no one can see. We can't. We don't have a way to observe 665 million light. We can't observe one light year away, guys. We have no thing to to see that far. The distance is incomprehensible. Then to say that you're seeing 665 million times farther than that is fucking insane. Aaron, did you know that we can see but, 665,000 years in the past because of this cool little satellite technology car called carbon dating? Uh, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. The Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to point out with this article, last thing. So basically what they're saying is that three years ago, October 2018... I guess four years ago, October 2018, uh, a, they watched a black hole from a mind-boggling distance eat a star. Then, just recently, it spit it back out into gas. They just it spit a bunch of gas. So what they're saying is a black hole ate a bunch of material and then farted. It's, yeah, it's a nonsense I... joke to make fun of you. Can I say something? Aaron's not even paraphrasing. In fact, what the article has written is, like, almost more infantilizing. Like, just this verbiage is so annoying. Like, despite not having feasted on anything since the small star, <laughs> this black hole is now spewing the material from its last meal. Like, come but, on. It's but so scientists, stupid. this is from the article, too. But scientists uh, don't know why it took so long for the black hole to burp out the last meal it ate. It's just such a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, it, what's so crazy is that they, A, you've never heard of a black hole. Nothing can escape a black hole. That's what we all know about them, right? Correct. Theoretically, yeah. And in this, now they're saying... Oh, black holes usually spit out this material at about 10% the speed of light. Why it took so long? Now they're just changing. Well, then it wouldn't be able do. to escape. On the fly, I don't understand that. How would it be able to escape? Because light can't even escape from it. 
That's the whole point of a black hole. Now they're just changing how black holes work. And you'll buck fucking believe them because they're the scientists and you're not. So it's like, fucking here, this thing we told you works this way. We're going to just say it does this other thing and say it always did it. And you'll just fucking eat it up. Yeah, yeah, it always did that. With no evidence, no reason to believe them. Now, now black holes just always spit out stars at 10% the speed of light. And you, why would anybody believe this? Like this, it's getting dumber. It's getting dumber, dude. Every day, it's getting dumber, dude. This is on par with Uranus smells like farts. That's a real NASA thing. This this subsection says bright radio quote burps. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's how they're seeing it. They're seeing the the radio burps that come out of the black hole. That makes sense. Which can only happen if a star is, is, is burped yeah, out is of a eaten. black hole. Sorry, What's, sorry, Josh. What were you saying? So I, I looked up the author of this article. Um, the first they begin with his Twitter handle is at science first. The I in first is one. But his pinned tweet is a link to an article that he wrote that is uh, uh, black hole string theory, quantum mechanics, cosmology. Like based on the science we have, which DC or Marvel conception of the multiverse is most realistic? Oh my god. There's but there's multiple people that are writing. Are you the saying he's a fascist? <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to be if the multiverse is real, every possibility is happening all the time infinitely. Oh god. This is incredible. Uh what was it? I found one thing here. Uh in New Mexico showed that this black hole had mysteriously burst back to life in June of twenty twenty one. Well, what does that, that mean? Well, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> they lost track of it. It kind of just woo disappeared and then woo showed back up burping. That sounds a lot <laughs> like the ozone hole, the hole in the ozone layer. Just like a thing we can't sometimes. see, a thing we, a, a thing that's literally impossible to observe from a distance that's impossible to see that far. Just burst back to yeah, life. Yes, that's a guys. shot in the dark. They they are just. Literally, because light can't escape it, because it's a fucking black hole. Hey, Aaron, maybe, maybe now that we have the James Webb telescope up in space, we'll be able to see things that are uh, approximately one light year greater than six hundred sixty-five million light years away. Wouldn't that be insane? That'd be that'd be crazy. Yeah. So it's so dumb because, like, the when your your eyes are seeing light coming back to you, by definition, you can't see a black hole. Correct. This. This is so mind-boggling to me because you'll you'll read this article to people and they'll just go, "Wow, that's crazy," and like um, they'll never think about it ever no, once in their life. No, like uh, I think it was a year ago, Aaron and I were talking about like opioid being like made illegal in Britain, and they went around and they told yeah. people they were like, "Oh, twenty million children died from opioid abuse," and I was like, "What? That's insane!" And I went and told someone that I was like, "What do you think of this?" And he goes. Oh, well, that's certainly a problem. I'm like, that's the wrong reaction. <laughs> 20, million, 20, 20 million children in 1850 didn't die from opioid abuse. That there weren't just, 20 million people in England. It's such a lie. Like, it's obviously a lie. It's <laughs> obviously a problem. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they're like, wow, that's bad. That sounds terrible. It's like, what, just where do I hey, send money? Retard. Like, what do you. 
Where do I send money? At what point do you not listen to the info that's hitting you and just it, you react to it, but you don't listen to it? You don't think about even it being possible. You just do you just believe everything you've and ever been told? What the fuck is have wrong? Have you ever considered you? that like this is a, a wide, crazy world and you don't know everything? Some people actually go through their lives open minded, like willing to learn new things when people See, tell them new things. I spotted the grift. That is exactly the argument. That's the exact argument, Josh, that my science teacher told me when she said that you can brainwash somebody into not knowing their name if you leave them in a closet for a day with no light or food. Is okay. this how you make trans kids? And I was... <laughs> yes. She's like, Aaron, is there anything you don't know about that could possibly be true? I'm like, yes. She's like, dare you have it. And I'm like, that doesn't mean that... You could brainwash me in a day still just because I acknowledge that I don't know everything. So, But what you're saying is so still I, retarded. I, I spotted Sorry, the grift behind this article. So th this is this okay. is how the science communicators do it. They get this huge thing. They, they make it super personal to the average person. They're like, oh, yeah, black hole burps. It consumes a planet, and then it burps out spaghettification uh, in the process. And that's... No, or, or, spaghettifies it as uh, it right. eats it. It eats the spaghetti. Whatever. It eats the spaghetti and, and like, it burps. It's really important you get these technical terms right, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be a science communicator, Bob. I need so, to figure thanks, I need Aaron. to let you know what happens. Now these doing. scientists are dead set on investigating. These, these astronomers are going to investigate why it took so long for the black hole to metabolize the, the, the celestial body that it, that it ate. And it's like... Well, you... we'll just send a, spe uh, a satellite the speed of light, and in 665 million <laughs> years, we'll be able yeah. to get that, and then it'll come back you, 665 million years later. You can't investigate anything. All you do, all you do, is observe. That that's it. There is no poking, prodding, testing. I don't, I don't, I don't even think they're doing that. They don't have to observe to make this stuff up because no one can observe. But it. still, but the, but what they're I'm the only ones with the but special. But according equipment. to them, according to their grift, they are the observers of the stars, right? So we're gonna continue observing this, oh, of course, and we need to figure out why it took so long to metabolize that celestial body. So this is just more research funding. Like, oh, we we saw this thing. We need. Yeah, they need three years. They they need three years for their department to stay stay afloat. Well, we got to keep the department open. They go in there. They play Tetris all day. They pretend to be looking through telescopes, and they go. Uh, yeah, let's just say a black hole uh, burp to start out. No, Aaron, Aaron, this is an interim report, like, like to, to get more funding. You don't just give a research institution, uh, you know, 10 years worth of, a 10-year contract for, like, an infinite funding for whatever, like, project they want to go pursue. No, like, you have to see after a few years that they got results, and here we are, they got results, so we can continue that funding stream and see what else they can learn. Oh man, I can't wait to read an article on how Uranus did a fartification yeah, no, okay, of natural okay. that's, gases that's my other issue. into this into, into into the taint of the solar system so, as it skids across the hairy chest. How sky. are scientists gonna wipe I think this they one? Literally used. <laughs> I, I think they literally used the words in that Uranus one. I think they said the the ring around Uranus smells. That's like what it was. Yeah, yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how we like, like certain specialized off. words for to describe. 
things in different fields how you know digestion and metabolism uh have to do with you know human or animal bodies and like those processes what if we were to come up with you know terms specific to the field of astronomy to describe what they're observing rather than just co-opting stupid not really applicable words for uh these goofy ass made-up photos you know what women were doing you a favor by keeping you out of stem because if you go into this field it is the goofiest most stupid field of all time just making up random shit nah they they love that dude women love jobs where they just show up and don't have to do anything they're like perfect for being nasa employees to be honest i'm sure there's been a competent woman cgr just before right They won't even let them do that. That's why they say it's even the better. Post office. Dude, NASA jobs are perfect for women because literally you show up, you don't do anything, you make up terms using like you can just say everything's spaghetti, which is what they just did. Everything's spaghetti. <laughs> uh and then everyone says you have to be the smartest person in the world and it's the hardest job in the whole universe is to be working for nasa they're like whoa you work for nasa you must be a genius she's like yup everything's spaghetti and then she goes home and she makes a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year can you can you think of a better job for a woman than that it's perfect it's perfect thank god for the government (laughs) (laughs) oh shut up duke that's so misogynistic of you All right. Well, that's oh, the show. This was this was one of the most. Uh, all these topics like made me angry in a special way. It was so great. It was, they were all over the place. There was so many different. The Ellen Moore things. thing is yeah. fucking ridiculous. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he gets our uh, he gets our special homo of the month award. <laughs> what, what a fuck? fucking I, homo. I, I really resent that he wrote Watchmen because I liked that comic, but he's the most insufferable creature I've ever seen in my life. He's, he's just a tryhard edgelord. Yeah. Like, don't pay yeah. him any mind. All right. You mean devout servant of Glycon. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. All right. Have a good show. Whatever. Yes, have a good You've night. You've got mail. What the fuck? Uh, uh, something. Thank you, science! That's the bit.